Hello, everybody. Hey, what's up, guys? I'm Stephanie. I'm Marlena. And this is Fun, Funny, and a Pile, and a pile of Crap. Of crap. <laughs> Hope you enjoy. <laughs> I don't think we're going to get better than that. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Fun, Funny, and a Pile of Crap. Um, this is a long-anticipated, long-awaited episode for two reasons. One, we were on a two-week hiatus. And two, in episode two, last month or two months ago, we teased that we were going to have everybody's favorite person as guest number one on the pod. And so here she is, episode five, our lovely guest. No, it's not the Queen of England, but it is the Queen of our hearts. Um, we wrote her a song. It goes like this. Hi, my name is Sandy, but you can call me Nami. Call me Nami. <laughs> so here is our Nami, everybody. Hi, Nami. Welcome to the show. She is very Hi, difficult you. to book. <laughs> yes. I am. And then when you're lazy like us. Uh, <laughs> well, so. we're excited to have you. But so Good. we put together a list of questions. We sent them to Nami a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I guess we could just start working our way down. Yeah, we've um, never had a guest. questions are a lot more interesting and heartfelt than mine. No surprise there. <laughs> so let me start by saying that I know that only our family listens to these, but everyone in the family would agree that when we are all together, it's very hard to get a word in edgewise. And as we have grown, we being the grandchildren and the cousins have grown up, we have realized more and more how much we have missed not getting to hear your voice and your stories and your memories um, because we always monopolize the conversation or your daughters monopolize. And let's be honest, Papa um, yeah. monopolizes yeah, the true. whole show. So we have some questions um, okay. just to ask you and to kick things off. And um, really, because Marlena and I want to know the answers to some things, but I'm sure that the rest of the cousins will agree. So And enjoy. Also, let it be known, my mom mentioned she does not get talked about enough. So, okay. hi, mom. Oh, hi, <laughs> How's your run going? Keep pushing. You're doing great. And you'll Pump those arms. Way. Pump those arms. <laughs> Relax your shoulders. Lengthen your stride. <laughs> okay. Marlena, you want to I, put things on? Okay. Well, I think that most of uh, my questions are just memory-based. I'm feeling like, um, as Stephanie said, one thing that I wish I did more and that as I'm growing up more, I'm realizing I want to learn as much from the adults in my life who I feel, no, well, for obvious reasons, know so much more than I do about things. But I feel like we have grown up Stephanie and I have kind of a unique situation where we do remember time before like Google and like social media and using the computer for everything. But I'm like, there are so like the people in my life, like my parents and grandparents and all that. I'm like, they know so many more things than I do. And they have experienced so much more than I have. And so most of my questions just have to do with like some of your favorite memories as a girl or with your family and with us as young kids. Um, Cause I, I remember a few summers ago, I got to come out and spend just some time with you and Papa. And that was so special to me. Cause I never get to come out, you know, mm-hmm. just myself. It's always like everyone's there. And so we got to 
bake together. And those are some of my very favorite memories with you, Nam. So I want to know what are some of your like favorite memories with your grandkids? With my grandkids? Probably one of them. And, and Marlena, you aren't in on this, but uh, Christmas, Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Behave yourself, Stephanie. Sorry. sorry. <laughs> um, making cook- cookies, decorating Christmas cookies when all the grandkids that live around here um, and Jay, great grandchild, come and decorate, make, bake, decorate Christmas cookies. Oh, we absolutely love that as well. We, that's like the most important priority, not counting actual the birth of Christ is when can we all, when can we all get together to do the cookies? We have to do the cookies with Nami and then we fight over your aprons. <laughs> yeah, yes. And the funny thing is, it's always the oldest ones that are asking, Nami, we're going to do cookies this year. When yeah. are we going to do cookies? <laughs> oh, yeah. It's the two thirty year olds. <laughs> and yeah. now we're, we're all the old ones. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, you are. <laughs> it's yeah. hard now because to distinguish between all of us. <laughs> uh, well, I was thinking like David. And yeah. yeah. I, more so, I think the boys almost ask me more so than Stephanie. I know. Yeah. Well, that's because Stephanie has Burn. to do all the work. <laughs> that's right. She, she, she waits as long as she possibly can, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, let's see, going on trips, taking... Yeah. Um, the older grandchildren have lucked out because we would take them on trips. We went to Williamsburg. Yeah. Um, let's see, where else did we? Oh, Nashville. Yeah. Remember? Yeah. Um, you took John I, to Gettysburg, I think. Yeah, yes. And he, he hid behind every, the- <laughs> He hid behind every tombstone and, and was shooting whoever was near him. <laughs> I never knew about this. No, you didn't know. Yeah, yeah that was that was a fun time. Yeah, that was John's um, trip. He, I don't think he went on as many as you and David did. Yeah, yeah. And um, and then when I took David, Marlena, and Stephanie <laughs> to DC. I have not been since invited back on any trips. <laughs> well, yeah, since Washington yeah. DC. Well, you know, you got to behave yourself if you want to go again. <laughs> After they got the water bill from the whole the hotel. <laughs> oh my gosh! So that was I a fun time. Also on on the Washington DC trip, I put down my window, and Stephanie informed me that in Virginia, it's illegal to drive around with your windows down, <laughs> which scared me straight. <laughs> You can't I, believe I don't know the ac was on and i was not supposed to have my window down apparently oh. according to stephanie and she goes oh. in virginia because we we're in alexandria she goes in virginia you're not allowed to have your windows down <laughs> that's illegal the cops will pull Nami and papa over oh my <laughs> he was like no i don't want the hot air coming in oh, so you know i was probably like 26 27 when i learned that it is not illegal for the car like the dome lights to be on in the car at nighttime oh yeah like for i and i thought that everybody knew that but everybody my age says the same thing that like their parents when they would drive and it was dark and like kids would turn on the dome lights of the car it was too hard to see so parents just said like you can't do that it's against the rules it's illegal and yeah. so i remember like freaking out when i was driving and people were like that's not a you real thing <laughs> turn the lights off we can't have the lights yeah. So sorry about the, I'm sorry you were hot, Marlena. <laughs> another time no, you guys were all together. some fresh air in. <laughs> yeah, right. 
when you were all together and um, Papa was grand became grand high priest. Oh yeah, in New York, and I'm at a luncheon, and some we left you kids in the room because we knew you were old enough to behave yourselves. And I'm eating lunch, and somebody says to me. Are those your grandkids up there? And I look and one head would pop up and go down and another head would pop up and go down. You guys were jumping on the bed, <laughs> taking turns. We can see your heads in the window. <laughs> Dang, I almost got away with that one. <laughs> no, you didn't get away with that. No. Yeah, it's funny. I do remember that. I remember going to DC. I remember very well going to Williamsburg because I am a freak about American history. And I remember that being very special and right up my alley. And that was cool that that was a solo trip that I got to do with you and Papa. But I you do remember the um, Grand High Poopah event in Albany. I don't, I remember we sang at it and Gus getting his head stuck in the vending machine. <laughs> I, see, I don't remember a whole ton about that trip. I remember, I think my parents got sick. Oh yeah. Yes. And yes. there was, there was like, a, I remember the hotel being really cool. Cause there was some like indoor oh, balcony yep, an arcade and the, uh -huh. the pool was indoor, but it like had an outdoor feel with some fake shrubbery. Yeah. And then there was an arcade that was inside that overlooked the indoor pool. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Cool. I yeah. think that's also where I learned to jump in the elevator with you and David. <laughs> Probably. <sighs> uh, some of the things that you might not remember and, and probably I remember because I heard them from people, but mm -hmm. when you were little Stephanie, mm -hmm. we went to um, Myrtle beach. Okay. And, uh, when we got back, we we did a lot of things, had a good time. Uh -huh. When we got back, Aunt Laurel asked you, how did you like your trip? And you went, there were too many rules. <laughs> <laughs> because we told you you couldn't run on the, <laughs> some places and you couldn't yell sometimes. And But there well, were too Stephanie many now rules. Now the was there were follower. too many rules. That is so funny. Yeah. Yeah, Marlena. Now I'm such a rule follower that nobody invites me anywhere. <laughs> and rule maker. <laughs> and rule maker. <laughs> That's funny. So I learned young must be. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, and then Marlena, when you were little, and actually what had happened was um, Uncle Dick's barn burnt. Mm -hmm. And okay. talk a little bit about myself. I grew up on a farm mm -hmm. and Uncle Dick had the farm that I grew uh -huh. up on and it caught fire and burnt. And that weekend we were out at Aunt Betty's because something was going on out there. I forget now. We were all out there. Even your folks came, Marlena, your mom and dad and, and you. Mm -hmm. And you didn't want to wear any clothes. <laughs> Not much they has changed. To get you dressed. <laughs> they tried to get you dressed and you screamed. And poor Aunt Shirley sat in a rocking chair right almost beside of where you were screaming like crazy and she never woke up she was so exhausted from everything that went on oh i bet but you were a terror oh man you did not want any I clothes have, on i have grown <laughs> i know you got a shirt on well done <laughs> you wear clothes now thank you i will say that marlena did facetime me last night with Basically, only a sports bra on, but had the sleeves down and around. So she just had like 
her her goodies covered, but that <laughs> so maybe not much has changed. Maybe not. <laughs> I said I wear them when I must. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, do you remember the time for the wet Aunt Joe's wedding? Marlena and Marlena and Stephanie. I oh There's I remember so face palming. No one can see, but every time Nami starts a story with Marlena, do you remember my face? <laughs> I do remember. <laughs> oh God. I remember that it was the hottest day in the last 50 the years on earth. Of the whole summer. It was so hot and we were all done up. We were like getting ready to leave the house pretty close to because we were taking some last minute like um, bridal party pictures and I got too hot. I don't, this was what, like 20 years ago. So we were both pretty young and I was too hot and I had my hair done and I couldn't lay down and I couldn't do this because I was in a dress and we couldn't, blah, 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 rules, too many rules, too many rules. And I had to go like lay down or be taken inside and I missed the last couple of <laughs> the last couple of pictures. And in the meantime, Marlena <laughs> stood on the garage step as though it were a stage. And she made the announcement, attention everybody, attention. I am the only flower girl. Steffi is not in the wedding. It is just me, Marlena, the flower girl. <laughs> oh, I hate her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good times, good times. Oh dear. Mm-hmm. Too funny. We've come a long way, Lena. Thanks for not wishing sickness on me anymore. Yeah. No, no more. I was so excited to be a flower girl. I remember telling like ladies in the mall, like, I'm going to be a flower girl in a wedding. And I remember being so excited about my dress. My my, my mom was describing it to me. And she's like, it's like a tanny pink color. And I was like, tanny pink tanny pink like so <laughs> pumped about it did you make those dresses nami right you made them yes yeah and we got little bears too very cool yeah oh, that was fun it was fun and that's pretty much what i have down here for my memories with you guys those i'm sure there's awesome. a lot more but those were awesome i'm glad that you remembered those because those were worth sharing and re-remembering for me so that was nice yeah um, Good. I know that there was um, a time that w- the summer that Marlena was mentioning before where she was able to come up by herself to spend some time with you and Papa and you guys baked some pies together and whatever. And I came up one day after work, I think, and Marlena and I had found a scrapbook journal project of yours that was your like 4-H journal. Yeah. And the two of us just laid on the floor, Mar- the two of us being Marlena and I just laid on the floor of the living room and went through this and we were like, this is so cool. Why don't we get to hear more about Nami and more about her childhood and more about her cow showing and more about, cause you and Uncle Dick were very close, right? And you and your dad, you yes. were kind of a tomboy. And so it was really yeah. special to get to, to get to read through that and see, cause kind of the farm life is very removed from this generation of us, the grandchildren and the cousins. And I wish that it weren't, now I'm a farm girl. You know, but beyond that, it is kind of removed from us. And I know that I like hearing stories from my mom and Aunt Joe and Aunt Vicky talking about going to the Keen Farms and going to fairs and stuff. Yeah. But 
you know, that it really is such a big part of our family that I wish that we got to hear more stories about it. So now that you know, we're all interested. Feel free to tell us stories anytime. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was my 4-H scrapbook. We had to, we had to make a scrapbook and present it. And then I've just, I've been going through pictures and mm -hmm photo albums and taking pictures out and I found a few more that I've added to the scrapbook and nice very cool so yeah, I was um, yeah you I told Marlena this but you had invited Christina and I to dinner about a month month or two ago Nami and so Christina and I came up and had dinner with just you and Papa and first of all dinner was amazing you gave me the recipe i tried to make it i couldn't make it you must have used your nami magic because mine was not good oh. and when we had finished eating i think we sat at the table and talked for two and a half hours and just talked and papa was late to his meeting because we were busy talking but it was <laughs> it was special because it was a nice time but what was the most special and i told christina like this is a big deal you don't really understand and then we stopped at mom and dad's and I was like, this is how dinner went. And you don't really understand, but this is really special to me. And then I called Marlena and said, so this is dinner. And it was so special because in that two hours, we talked mostly about you, Nami. And that was really special because you told stories about your cousin, Jack, and you told uh, stories about your dad calling you blockhead or something like that. Yeah. And I was just like, this is so sweet. And you showed me pictures of Jack and talked about, you know, what, what his dad did and, it was just very, very special because like like we said at the beginning, we don't get to hear that much about your childhood and stuff. And so I just was like telling Christina, like, no, Naomi doesn't talk about herself. She doesn't talk about herself. She just listens to what everybody else has to say. So it was so special. And I hope that we have more opportunities to do that. Yes, I hope so, too. It was it was fun. It was fun for me just to have you guys there and yeah. sit yeah. and talk. And, and you did. You had some pictures of Jack you showed us and some pictures of you and Aunt Betty and Aunt um, Bev and Uncle Dick as kids. So okay, yeah. You, you didn't look very happy in some of them. You no. Might... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the price of being one of the middle ch children. Must be. I think so. I I think what a lot of people don't understand is that farm farm families are a little different than mm -hmm. other families because you learn to work. You work from the time you're able to carry. A a pail, you yeah. know. Yeah. And my senior year in high school, uh, my dad and I did the milking, and mm -hmm. so I, I get up at five in the morning and go milk, and then go get ready for school and come home and do chores, and so yeah, yeah. that was our I life. Do, I do remember. Correct me if I'm wrong, but in the scrapbook, the 4-H scrapbook, you had to write a summary about you know your actual like farm duties and working with the cows and working with your dad. And then you had to go in and you had to do your sewing project, but you don't really like that sewing stuff. You'd rather be on the farm. Flash forward, probably 15, 20 years later, where you are a home ec teacher. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and now I would say, yeah, I would say probably one of your one of your um, main hobbies is things such as sewing and crocheting and knitting and and stuff like that. So it's funny that you as a child were like, I don't really care for that kind of thing. I'd rather be out doing. <laughs> I would. And I think when we were first married, um, I was happier being outside doing, yeah. you know, mowing the lawn and doing yeah. all that stuff. Yeah. Well, actually, when we were first married and lived in an apartment every weekend, we went back home so that yeah. just to get out, yeah. you know, get on the out. Yeah. 
well even still today we were just at your house last weekend and your guys's lawn and your garden and your flower beds are always immaculate and very well taken care of so you're you still got it we're at it good <laughs> yeah don't come to my house because it's a real condemned looking mess up here. <laughs> oh i'm working on the attic so let me tell you you yeah. haven't seen anything till you oh, been up yeah. there yeah so okay all right shall we move on to something or okay let's uh let's skip the next question that she wrote Okay. <laughs> Why haven't you ever taken us on another vacation to DC? <laughs> that was more of my joke question. That was, <laughs> is it because we used all the hotels hot water to perform splish splash? Is the second part of that question, by the way. <laughs> yes, it was. So hotels hot water <laughs> to splash. Oh. oh we were know. in that shower we were for an so hour. proud of that. <laughs> That was the thing. I mean, we really practiced and performed. And you and Papa came and you're like, what are you doing? It was so foggy and steamy in there. Oh, God. And Papa uh, out of the end of the shower curtain. Bo -do -do -do. <laughs> splash, uh, splash. Uh, I don't remember a lot of those things. but Well, yeah. that's probably for the best. Yeah, that one's probably... <laughs> Well, yes, I try not to remember some of those things. All right. So the next question on here then is, <clears throat> excuse me, where is your favorite place? Okay, and my then, favorite place is my house. Oh, nice. That's a good answer. Very nice. Do you have a favorite room? Probably. I spend most of my time in the kitchen. Fair. That's my favorite yeah. room of my house. So, yeah. yeah. Um, and if you could visit any place in the world, do you know where you would like to go? Ireland. Ooh, Marlena, you've been. Yeah. yeah. I've never been to Ireland. You have, right, Marlena? Yes, I have. I haven't. I was in sixth grade when we went, well, going into sixth grade. I'd love to go back now to mm -hmm. really appreciate and enjoy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I, what I do remember of it, it's just beautiful and it's just all of the things that we think like are old here are just nothing in comparison to the age yeah. and the history over there yeah. and everything is just so quaint and cute, but that's just like where they live. They just huh. live in like places where people would go and like get a cute Airbnb and vacation around here in the U S right. That's one thing I remember. Everything is just really cool and unique looking. Yeah. You talk about being old. Uh, we went to Brazil. Yeah. Mm. And you learn a lot of history and realize how old yeah. things really are. You yeah. Know? That's how I felt when I was in Barcelona. I like they were showing us different pieces of architecture and buildings and churches that had been there for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years. And like here I'm thinking that when the U.S. was founded in the 1700s, that that was a long time ago. When really, yeah. like, it's not even close to some of these no. places. But then you think about other places in our country, too, like, at further west, where it's even newer, you know, right. they're not even nearly as old as they are, uh, like, in the west than they are in the east. Right. You know? Yeah. True. Yeah. yeah. Very nice. I would love to go to Ireland, too. That's definitely on the top of my list yeah i just I, I just think i'd like to go there that's one place i it's haven't beautiful. been that i'd like to go to very nice 
Is, is of the, the places that you have been, what is your favorite that you've been able to visit? Um, well, I would like to go back to Hawaii. Yeah. That was probably one of my favorites. Very nice. Uh, although talk to people now and they say, oh, it's changed so much, you yeah. know, which I think everything in the world has, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No matter where you go. Yeah. But um, I think probably it would be Hawaii. Yeah. Okay. I would like, that's also on my list. But, yeah. Oh, I'll tell you the other place that may, might be my favorite is Alaska. That's, that's my number one. I want to go to Alaska so bad. <laughs> it, it, you just, you can't, you can't describe it. It's just so different. Yeah. It's yeah. so different. And it's just, yeah, I really, I, I think if anybody has a chance, that's one place they should go. So it's Alaska. having been to Alaska, then did you have a better appreciation of Kristen Hanna's The Great Alone? Because that's where it takes place. They moved to Alaska. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Very cool. I love when you can provide yeah. like your own context and background to a book because the whole time yes. I was just thinking, man, I wish I had been to Alaska. Man, I wish I could go there. But that's very cool. Very cool. Yeah. It's just different from anything else. Yeah. I think any other place you could go, yeah. it's just different. Yeah, so, very cool. Yeah, nice. that was, yeah. Well, then that's so a good segue. Are my favorites, what? I said that's a good segue <laughs> because I was just about to ask you what your favorite book was. And I just talked about one of the books that we both have read anyway. Yes, and I like that. I think maybe The Nightingale. Yes, <laughs> that's a good pick. <laughs> um, it's the first one that I had gotten into that kind of, um, what do I want to say, Genre. history or yeah. sorry, whatever. Uh -huh. And um, I really enjoyed it. And now I've read several more that I like. And you have shared. Thank you. And I've shared. <laughs> I've got your mother reading um, the, the Paris Architect. Yeah, she said that. She said that you had just given that to her. So very nice. Yeah. yeah. We are. Uh... Go ahead, Lane. Oh, I was saying I started reading your copy of The Nightingale and then Stephanie gave it to me. Did you give it to me or did I buy it myself? I don't know. I think I ended up buying it myself because you said you really should read it. And you, Mammy, had also told me that it was really, really good. And then I was I've never really read any historical fiction before, but I love stories that you know go back and forth between past and present different yeah. characters I love that kind of shifting gears type of the story and I loved it and I was telling Wes's cousin about um about it and she ordered it like right on the spot and now she has since started reading more Kristen Hannah and yeah. she lent me Firefly Lane which I have to read okay um, I read that because there's more um there's other Kristen Hanna books that I have wanted to read as well, like The Great Alone, but- The Winter Garden you should read. Yes. We've all read that one, yep. I'm reading Between Sisters now. Is that by Kristen Hanna also? Uh -huh. Okay, yeah. nice. I haven't heard yeah. of that one. I thought, I must have missed that one. I didn't know about that one. Yeah. Yeah, no, she's on no, a big good. Kristen Hanna kick as well. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, well The Nightingale, <clears throat> I don't remember, you know, it might've, could very well have been an Angie that told me to read it because mm -hmm. Angie's another one that we share books back and forth. Um, 
And so I just ended up, I devoured it and I cried and I loved every second of it. And I, I was like so many times. Yeah. And then that, <laughs> and then I just bought it for everybody. I was like, everybody has to read this book. It's especially yeah. if you're a female, I think, because Kristen Hanna does such a good job of putting females in mm-hmm. the front and showing you like, <clears throat> excuse me, like, yes, World War II was terrible for the men. And yes, you know, it's hard for a man to be a soldier. And yes, it's blah, blah, blah. But here are the women that kept the world running behind the scenes and had to stay at home and take care of all the children and had to stay at home and take care of the house that was being bombed and had to stay at home and make sure there was food to eat. And, you know, so the Nightingale really kicked off my journey into historical fiction as well, which is Mm -hmm. with the exception of Frederick Bachman, all that like exclusively what I've been reading in the last two years. So I love that. And now that's my go-to recommendation to anybody that's like, what's a good book? I'm like, The Nightingale. You have to read it. Yeah. Everybody yeah. has to read it. So yeah. it's either yeah. that or my grandmother asked me to tell you she's sorry. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. Those are my top two. And now Eleanor Oliphant. That's another what one. What was the other one? What did you uh, just say? Uh, my grandmother asked me to tell you she's sorry is a book that I... Oh. Well, one day when I was in Barnes and Noble and I was like, oh, that looks interesting. And then a f- few years later, I ended up just every time I saw it, I was like, oh, I really want to get that book. And then one day I was like, then just get it. Like you're here to buy a book, buy that one. <laughs> Keep saying you want to read it. And I read it and it was, um, it was just really, really interesting. And I told Stephanie about, uh, Stephanie about it and he Friedrich Bachman has become another one of my favorite authors. I'll read anything by him. Mm. I ha- I have that book, Nami. I can bring it to you. Oh, okay. See you if you're interested in it. It's not I historical see. fiction, but it is a just a cute and adorable and wonderful story. Because really, yeah. it's just a story about this young girl whose best friend is her grandma, and uh. how the grandma has sent her on a mission to like basically collect people to like be her family and her friends and it's just really really well, terrific good. so yeah um another a book that i well i started reading between sisters and then <laughs> um papa said you got to read this book you got to read this book and it's against medical advice did your mom tell you about it Steph? yeah mom read it and said that i have to read it too so that's on my list oh yes it's it's about tourettes and it just oh. you can't you can't put it down they're short chapters and it just it keeps you going i mean i went through that in no time when yeah. you gave me the nightingale stephanie i looked at it and i went i'm never gonna get read that <laughs> whole thing. Yeah, i was gonna say you did not have an overjoyed expression on your like, face you're like i was oh, like oh, book. i'm never gonna read <laughs> it is but it's, it's daunting at first and i've said that to people i'm like it's a big it's a sizable book but it is well worth every single page. Yes. I'm not even joking when I say I cried in public reading it. It yeah. like I was on the airplane go- flying home reading it and I am like crying. Thankfully no one else was in my row. I was like this is embarrassing. <laughs> um and then I got my mom to read it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And she had I said when you finish it like call me immediately. I just want to talk to everyone I know about this book. Mm-hmm. And when, I, when, <laughs> when she finished it, she FaceTimed me and it was like 930 my time. So it was like 1030. I'm like, my, my mom, like, that's late for your mom. Calls me this, this late. <laughs> and so I, I was like, oh, I bet she finished it. And I picked up and she's like, 
Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, isn't it so good? Oh, I will say without giving anything away, because I don't, I know that Ancho listens to the podcast. I know that Christina listens to the podcast, but I don't think that they have read either one of the, like any Kristen Hannah books, which Joanne and Christina get on it because they're incredible. I will say that all of the endings of Kristen Hannah's books are a good twist. Like I, I have yet to see an ending coming, but specifically yeah. the Nightingale at the big reveal at the end, I was like, Oh my uh-huh. God. Like I, had, oh, I have no, I have no I just talking about. <laughs> I had no idea. I did not see it coming. I yeah. really didn't. But I, that, that book has made its way through the family. Like I said, I think Angie recommended it to me. I read it. I bought it for Nami. I think Nami, you might've given it to aunt Betty. And I, I did. Yes. Yeah. And I bought a copy for mom for mother's day. And then Marlena read your book, Nami. And then she got aunt Vicky to read it. And then, so, yeah, it's. Yeah. Uh, and, and that's another thing about books is I never expect myself to cry at them. I have mm-hmm. zero emotional boundaries. I mean, let's face it. Yeah. And, but when I'm watching a movie, I feel like it happens so fast and I'm not expecting it because things are just happening and I'm processing it. But when I'm reading, I'm like, I'm reading and it's slower and, you know, I can kind of start to figure it out faster. I'm not going to cry. And every time I'm like, <laughs> I, I never see the next sentence coming, coming and it yeah. just, you know, totally wrecks me. I don't think very many people, even like in our family have seen me cry really, but I, I can't get through a book these days. I don't know what it is, but like and almost every book that I have read in the last six or seven that I have read, I have cried and I'm like, get it together. And now you <laughs> say to yourself, why did I read that? Yes. You know? Oh my God. When <laughs> it makes I, me I feel like this, why am I reading it? I, when I, and Marlena, you can relate to this. When I finished um, A Man Called Uva, I held the book to my chest and sobbed like <laughs> ugly like like couldn't catch my breath and just cried and christina was like oh my god are you okay i was like i just finished this book and she's like was it sad and i was like well no and she's like was it happy and i was like well no <laughs> i just, just touching i just well, couldn't get it together <laughs> when i was finishing uva i <laughs> it was thanksgiving morning you saw me and, and i was stifling my sobs mm-hmm. like because Wes was asleep and I I didn't go downstairs to read it. I was like oh, I'll just finish it on my chair over here and it'll be fine you know and I was like <laughs> <laughs> and Wes woke up and he's like oh my god are you okay what happened what happened I was like my book is just so good <laughs> And I sent Stephanie a picture of me crying because no shame. I I do a lot of reading while I'm at work. Like I have a half hour lunch break. And so I sit at the table and read like a loser all by myself. And I had to stop doing it because my, I would get all teared up. Like I was reading the winter garden and there were a few parts where I was like, yeah, I can't read this here. And like (laughs) Freddie B Marlena, I was reading the last book I read was anxious people, which is incredible. And, 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 it's nothing like profound. Like it's nothing that tears your heart out of your chest. It's just like a simple line that's yeah. like just knocks the wind out of you. And I'm like, oh my God, I can't read at work anymore. And I haven't, I, I don't read at work anymore because the last few times I've tried, I, I, I cry by myself at the lunch table. So, <laughs> I got a pretty nice gift card for, I got a pretty nice gift card for the end of the year. And the first thing I thought was, 
oh my gosh, I can go crazy at the bookstore. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Uh, nice. Okay. I'll tell you, reading the um, books on the wars and all with the mm -hmm. women and all, uh -huh. I've really gotten a, an appreciation for what the Jewish people went oh, through. Yeah. Yep. And yeah. um, just Absolutely. all those that were involved in the mm -hmm. war, even though it's fictional, it, it comes from someplace, you know? Right. Yeah. And it, and it feels like it could be a story just told down for generations, you know, yes. what I mean? like reading it. And I don't know what kept me from historical fiction for so long. I know. I think it's just, you know, I didn't assume it's going to be boring. Maybe I, but, but I mean, I like learning about things like that. So it it feels like it would be something right up my alley, like the ability to learn, but, and get a perspective on something, but still have a story um but at, but now i'm just like oh my gosh how yeah. many books can i get on this subject my friend is a big historical fiction person so she's uh. recommended a lot that i need to i have enjoyed <clears throat> i know like a handful of the ones that we've shared back and forth nami has have been world war ii based so the right. holocaust and everything and yes. and which is something everybody knows about but f speaking for myself and probably many people like you know about it as either a nazi or a Jewish person. And those are the two stories that you get. Whereas yes. the Nightingale, you got how it um, impacted France. Christians in France. And then the wow. Winter Garden, you got Gosh. how it impacted Christians and Catholics and whoever in Russia. And then in the Paris yes. Architect, you got how it affected a man who wasn't in the, like, so I have enjoyed getting perspectives of these wars yes. that we all know so much about, but we actually know nothing about. Exactly. That was what was interesting to me when it opened up and it was in France, I was like, France, right? Like immediately I was like, okay. I mm -hmm. mean, we're like the countryside of France, yeah. even. Yeah. I was like, who knew? Not well, the, I. The plum tree, the plum tree that we just read, Nami, is in yes. Germany, but it's non-Nazi party Germans and how the dad gets forced into the army because right. he has to, because they are a Jewish family and it, so like just so many things that again we get the american story how we come and we save the world because we're americans and we're wonderful and we're great and blah 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 blah. or you get the story of the nazis or you get the story of a jewish person you don't get right and that it was literally the whole world bada bing and yes. world war so yeah yeah i really enjoyed them but, yeah me too so okay our next question is, what is a song you couldn't live without? Well, I wouldn't say I couldn't live without it. I have several <laughs> that I like. Okay. But the one that came to mind when I read that was On Eagle's Wings. Oh, beautiful. Love that. Love that. That's, that song has a very special place in my heart as well. So, yeah. Yeah. They... Um, Every time they play it, it hits me. We mm -hmm. people that used to live across the street from us, and I've heard imagine you've heard us talk about Frosinis mm -hmm. mm -hmm. and Frosinis. And when Mr. Frosini died, um, we went out to Ohio to his funeral, and that was one of the songs I played. And uh, you know, it just it I just love that song. Mm -hmm. It is beautiful. <laughs> That's one of my favorite um Bible passages, just in general. Like when I am wicked struggling emotionally mentally or, or whatever it is i 
go first to Philippians 4.13, which is I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Uh And then I go to that passage in Isaiah that, you know, but those who hope upon the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on the wings of eagles. They will walk and not be weary. They shall run and not be faint, which is just beautiful. And um, Aunt Laurel, who, quick context, my dad's aunt, so my great aunt, um, was a huge eagle collector collected figurines and shirts and pictures and pins and jewelry and necklaces and did puzzles and stuffed animals and pillows, everything bald eagles. And um, so when she passed, we all got to pick an eagle figurine that we got to keep. And also at her um, memorial service, David and mom and I all sang Eagle's Wings. And little Uh. John, who was nine, maybe nine, I don't even think he was that old. walked right up to the front because he wanted to sing for Aunt Laurel and he sang the chorus of that. And then the very next day, um, me and Menga, Mammy, you might've even been with us, I'm not sure. And Aunt Angie, all the women were going out to breakfast and we were driving along the Susquehanna and you would not believe that for the first time, a bald eagle flew right over the Susquehanna and flew alongside the car all the way to Oneana. So that was incredible. And then, This last summer, um, we went out to New Hampshire for Uncle John's memorial service, and we're all on the pontoon boats, and we take off on Lake Squam, and we're going, and we come under the bridge, and two bald eagles fly right over us. And so, of course, within five seconds, everybody on the boat is just sobbing because two of them, that was Aunt Laurel with Uncle John saying, hey, we got it. We're okay. We got each other up here. So. Wow. That song is very special to us. And now bald eagles have a very special place in my heart. So love that song. They nest here in the winter and you can see them. There's an eagle's nest along the, um, the road that I drive to um, school every day. Right. And sometimes if sometimes you'll see cars pulled over and the eagle will be in its nest and it comes back to like the same one all the time. Cause it's always in the same yeah. tree. Yeah. Marlena, do you have an answer for that song? Or for that question, song you can't live without. Song I can't live without. I don't know. Um, I'm trying to think of like a song that there are so many that I, I know. I know. I have a lot of favorite yeah. songs, but um, I don't know that I have just one. Um, actually, one thing. There's like always a rotation, you know, mm-hmm. like I love great is thy faithfulness. I love, you know, a lot of those, but one song that, um, I play every day at the end of the day for my class is it's you. I like by Mr. Rogers. And that song I think is just so sweet and just the message behind it. So that is one song that always makes me feel good mm-hmm. when I'm feeling bad. I'm like, mm-hmm. well, at least Mr. Rogers likes me for me. And <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that. So that is one that I do listen to every day just because. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, nice. Very nice. Um, how about you, Steph? Um, yeah, same. I don't know if I could if I really have an answer other than just my very first thought, gut instinct without providing a lot of thought, if I had to answer immediately would be how great thou art. Uh-huh. That's my second of, one. Yeah, kind of for all the same reasons. One, it's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful song. Uh-huh. Um, and two, I have a lot of 
there's just a lot of nostalgia attached to that song and moments that I've heard it that have really made an impact on my life or moments that I needed to hear it and it helped or whatever. But that is another like go to for me when I feel that I need a little extra faith or a little comfort or something. I, I just love that song. And I have a um, very, very fond memory of preaching in Otigo for the first time, the church that we go to now. And I got to pick the hymns that I wanted to sing. And that was the last one that I picked. And it was just very special for me to be standing on the pulpit and look out and see dad, mom, papa, Nami, David, John, Aunt Joe, Uncle Ben, Megan and Maeve all singing that song. And I got to see them sing it, yeah. which is very special. And so that song has a very special place now. So okay. yeah, I love that one. I also love You Say by Lauren mm. Bagel. Beautiful. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Switching gears. Um, Naomi, did yes. you always want to be a teacher? Well, I think you have to realize when you grow up, when I grew up, you yeah. had a choice. You could be a secretary, you could be a nurse, you could be a teacher. Very good point. Pretty much, pretty much. Was, yeah. And I really wanted to be a phys ed teacher. Okay. But my father said, you know, it's okay when you're young, but when you get older, it's not going to be so much fun. Now, why don't you just, so that's why I became a home ec teacher. Okay. So I, I didn't like know that. And all, but yeah. I didn't know that. Okay. Very cool. So what are your thoughts about Megan pursuing physical education? I'm surprised. Yeah. I'm surprised. Yeah. But, you know. I think she can do whatever she puts her mind to. I agree you know? with that. Um, and I, I think she knows how to handle people also. Yes. yes. And so I think she would, she'll be good. I think so too. Good teacher. Yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. Oh. Um, if you could have been anything that wasn't a nurse or a secretary or a teacher, <laughs> um, or you had all the options that there are now, what do you think you would have liked to have been? don't know um one of the things i one summer um bassett sponsored a thing they wanted people to encourage people to go students to go into the nursing field or the mm -hmm. medical field or whatever and so we got to um actually spend time going through the different departments and and the you know we got more than mask i thought i was gonna pass out now you know now you wear it every day <laughs> wear it all the time um so i don't at one time i thought i might want to do something like that very cool nice yeah now you have two daughters that do do something like that I do do that yes but now i wouldn't want to yeah yeah <laughs> No, I wouldn't, want to, I wouldn't want to teach right now either. No, me yeah. either. Good on you, Lena. Yeah. yeah, good for you. I also got to play nurse the other day at the park, so I get to do all of the jobs. Very nice. Very yeah. nice. Love that. What's your favorite holiday and why? Okay. Well, I thought about this one. <laughs> And I would say it's got to be Christmas because I love all the baking. Mm -hmm. um, we do too. We love all your baking. <laughs> you do things together. Yes. You know, it gives me an excuse to make candy. It gives me an excuse to bake, you know, all that. 
and the fact that the whole family gets together and it it didn't happen this year and it was kind of a a real letdown because it's always been Joanne's family, Shelly's family, um, the whole family. They come here and they spend the night Christmas Eve. We go to church and then we all spend the night together and then the next morning and Christmas lasts all day long. And so um, I, I think that's my favorite. Yeah. Nice. Very nice. I agree. I love it. It's very special. Yeah. What's and we miss Marlena. Huh? Yeah. And we miss Marlena. Yeah. But Christmas is nice because that's usually one of the ones we get to see you on. So. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Come down. For sure. Yeah. Um, I was bummed not to be able to come out this year, mostly because I was finally able to come home in general. Yeah. yeah. And I was sad that we weren't able to get there as well. But it was for the best because everybody but me got COVID. So <laughs> yeah, well, I'll be there in, I'll be there in, you know, how many days? Yeah. Oh, don't worry. I'm counting. There's two weeks in like three days. So <laughs> yeah. Where are you planning on staying? I'll probably stay with you, Nami. And okay. then, um, I'll clean that room. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I mean, if it's a lot of work, then I'll just oh, stay no. with Stephanie. She's got a no. nice beanbag. It's I never been back. <laughs> It's not um, a lot of work to have family around. <laughs> but yeah, so we're, Wes and I, we're hoping that we'll leave early enough that it won't take too long before we, that we won't get into New York too late. So we'll have some nice okay. time. Because I re- the last time we did it, um, we were a long trip. Buffalo around like six. Okay. So, yeah. You can figure another, what, three and a half or so? Yeah. Mm-hmm. onto that and hopefully this time there won't be so many road construction zones that'll oh. take up a ton of our time i'll tell you what ohio ugh, i have the worst opinion of it only because you drive like you leave illinois and you're like bye illinois and you drive through indiana and you're like wow we got through indiana fast and then you're driving through or through ohio and you're going across it and then you have to go up it so you're in ohio for like it feels like forever. And then you're like, see you later, Pennsylvania. See you later, New York. You know, it's Pennsylvania. It's also a long, a long state, but Pennsylvania is the point where we get to Albany and I'm like, well, I know the way from here. Yeah. I I can get us back just fine for us to go anywhere South Pennsylvania seems like the greatest, biggest state in all of America, which so is not even close to being true, but for some reason, it takes a lifetime to yeah. get through Pennsylvania. And I'm, I'm like, surely there's a way to diagonally drive through. Ohio. It's gotta be. It's but gotta there's be. Not. You, you drive across it. It's so it's flat for a while, and then it. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah, and you breeze through like that corner through Erie. Yeah, you cut. Yeah. yeah. Did you do West Virginia at all? No. No. Okay. So we come up, we're in Ohio for a while, we cut through Erie, and then we're pretty much driving straight across New York State. Okay, all right, yeah. Erie. Yeah. Oh. I kept trying to get Wes to take me to Niagara Falls, and he wouldn't. He hey, have you ever seen it? No. Has he? No. If so you I mean, have... Huh? I, I feel like if you have the ability to see Niagara Falls once That's in your life... That's what I said. 
You have to I was like, it. I was like, Wes, I said, we will, how often are we going to be driving to Massachusetts where we will want to stop and see Niagara Falls? I yeah. said, if it means that we stay in New York for the night and then make the rest of the drive tomorrow, then so be it. Maybe my dad and I will go on our drive. You back. should. It's really cool. Say, I give you Aunt Betty's phone number. There we go. <laughs> yeah. She's not that far from the falls. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Oh. Really? How many times have we been at Aunt Betty's and we haven't gone to the falls? I know. We oh. should. It's it, yeah. it seems like even pictures of Niagara Falls are impressive, but I'm telling you, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. I feel, I feel like the U.S. has so many things that you see pictures of it a lot of it is nature related and you think how could it be like I, i'm sure it's cool but like the novelty must wear off after like five minutes but i feel like you could just but those places always surprise you like yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. mom and dad took us in on a spring break trip actually we went to niagara falls when we were young and uh it was perfect because new york is still not very warm in the spring for spring break so there was no mm -hmm. tourists it was like just local people for the most part but we lucked out because it was actually beautiful weather the whole time we were there. That's nice. I remember the falls being beautiful. I remember going on the Maid of the Mist and that being so cool. I remember putting one foot in Canada and one foot in the U.S. and that being cool. Yeah. But more than anything, I remember David, <laughs> special David, who, like on the first day there, saw a line of ants on the sidewalk. And for the next four days the boy did not talk to anybody because he just didn't talk a lot but he did sing non-stop ants 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 they're crawling up my legs and in my pants 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 <laughs> the ants the ants the ants they're crawling up my legs and in my pants 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 for four days that's what that's how david communicated to us because he saw a line of ants early on and that's all his brain could think about so that doesn't shock me. I am. Yeah. I don't know if you girls know that we had exchange students when mm -hmm. the, yeah. your moms were, grow, were growing up. Mm -hmm. And uh, every year we would take them to Niagara Falls because yeah. it was something that they needed to see. Yeah. But it was really funny because they would come here, and especially if they were from Europe. Mm -hmm. They would come here. Uh, they want to go to the falls. They wanted to go to New York City. They want to go, you know. They thought it was a day trip from yeah. <laughs> one to the other. And uh, because yeah. when you're in Europe, you can go from one country to another without yeah. much trouble. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, we, we'd take them to New York City. And in fact, the, our Japanese exchange student, what she wanted to do was go to New York City and ride the subway and see the graffiti. That's what, <laughs> that was her. Want. That's awesome. That, that's so, another you, thing that, um, speaking of things that you think might not be as cool until you see them mm -hmm. I remember the first time I saw the Statue of Liberty it was my senior year of high school we had gone to New York for a band trip and after the fest this festival trip that we were playing at they had us do this like harbor cruise and you uh -huh. go and you go around and you see the Statue of Liberty and I remember thinking this has got to be like top five coolest things I've ever seen yeah. she is such a presence in mm -hmm. the water there I'm like this is so cool I'm like you guys look at Lady Liberty oh my god how cool is this and they're like yeah 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 I'm gonna go get more soda and pizza and I'm like no it's Lady Liberty like I thought it was there. so cool just standing there she's so 
big and tall. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. It, I thought it was so cool. I don't think I've seen the Statue of Liberty now that I think about it. What? No. I, uh, I maybe I have. I just you've seen Gettysburg and not the Statue of Liberty. I've sat in George Washington's pew, Uh-oh. but <laughs> I, maybe I have. I just can't remember. I that, I remember it so distinctly. Yeah, you know, because you see pictures, and I think it's a, I think of it as a statue that, like, you see in the mm-hmm. town square, yeah. and yeah. it is that was huge. It is not that. And in fourth grade, we learned so much about Ellis Island mm-hmm. that, like, oh, yeah, yeah, that to me, I was like, oh my god, this is Ellis Island, and this is the Statue of Liberty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought well, that was super cool. Back to the to the graffiti in the su- streetcar or a subway. Mm-hmm. We got on a brand new car, and there was absolutely <laughs> no graffiti. <laughs> Oh no, and that's probably a bigger sight than the graffiti. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Yeah. But on the way back from wherever we went, um, the car had a lot of graffiti. Yeah, in it. it's too so funny. She was happy, but <laughs> yeah, it's funny. When yeah. we go to the city, we don't really take the subway. I think I've been on no. the subway maybe three or four times ever. We just walk everywhere. And the last time I was in the city, we Ubered. We just Ubered places. Oh, did you really? But, yeah. Oh. Yeah, I went to um, the Chelsea Market for the first time ever two or three summers ago. And okay. I cannot believe that we haven't been there before. It was incredible. It's a very cool place. So now the library. In the city. Um, I tried to go in the library once, but it was too long of a line. Uh, okay. And we um, stayed overnight and so we had our backpacks with us. And uh-huh. they were packed full of like change of clothes and pajamas and toiletries and everything. And they had to check your bags. And we we're like, oh my God, it's not worth it. Like Better not just, there's so yeah. much crap in there for you to haul everything out of there. It's not worth it. So, uh, but that is on my list is to go to that library inside of it. I've walked around it a hundred times, but I've never been inside <laughs> of it. So back to your Statue of Liberty, Marlena, mm-hmm. we knew the fellow that took the top off of the statue when they did the redoing you know they refurbished the whole thing yeah at one point we know the fellow that's company did that that's way that is cool that's that masonic connection i know papa (laughs) secretly runs the world and everybody tries to tell me no and then you tell us stories like that and i'm like not so strange now is it that's right yeah Uh, too funny um where are we Lena? Oh, oh oh we okay what is your favorite meal to cook and what's your favorite meal to eat or what's your favorite anything to cook i guess it doesn't have to be a meal my favorite meal to eat is what somebody else makes <laughs> <laughs> i know the feeling christina yes. christina i know the feeling <laughs> yes yes my favorite thing to make i i I don't know that I have a favorite thing, really. Do you prefer cooking to baking or baking to, like, which would you rather? Well, since I have to do both, I don't really care. Yeah. I like to bake now because I don't do it as much, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, We're not supposed to be eating all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But but I get to do, um, like, we belong to the Grange. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, Gilbertsville, it's a Butternut Valley Grange. And we're making pies um, 
to sell it. They have a farmer's market every Saturday. And so we make pies to sell. And um, we have four different groups that are doing them. And I think we do something like 12 pies each time. Oh, wow. Nice. I didn't so know that. Very cool. Pies with friends. That's and, nice. um, yeah, so. Well, you do make a mean blueberry rhubarb pie. Let me tell you what. I think that's my favorite pie. Especially when you have a sous chef. Papa, what was that? I said, especially when you have a sous chef. Yeah, you and Marlena made one of those together. Oh. A blueberry rhubarb. Oh, okay. All that right. was the first time I had had rhubarb, actually, was that cake and that pie that we made that weekend. So good. So good. I'm planning on making the cake again when you come. Yes. I'm coming, too. I'm, I'm going to come, too. That's the one. I don't know if I showed you guys the You're picture the last time I made it. With the sour cream? It was from your party that I got that measuring cup. The one that slot, you know. Oh, Yeah. Did you see the picture? I saw I it. I put the sour cream in it. No. <laughs> the whole thing came apart. <laughs> yeah. <Sour cream everywhere. laughs> oh, no. Too funny. Yes. Yes. That, that's beside the point. I still haven't gotten any of my stuff from that party. What? You yeah. haven't gotten anything? No. <gasps> uh -oh. A mess. Uh -oh. oh, my goodness. I got all three of the things I ordered, but none of them at the same time. Oh, right. But I, I got I'm just about not, it. not happy with the measuring cup. I don't think it was. Yeah. Like yeah. it. Oh, well. I got well, really big into baking during the quarantine. Um, the only problem is that no one wants to eat all that sugar. Mm -hmm. and no one wants to eat all the treats. They do, but they don't, you know? And right. so I'm like, God, I need to like have a kid that'll eat all this sugar for me. Yeah. <laughs> need to find some children. Need a built a bake sale. Yeah. I need yeah. to start leaving them on my stoop. Please take a cupcake. Christina bought me all kinds of um bread baking stuff for Christmas. Ah, That's what uh -huh. I wanted to do. And so I went through a phase where I was baking um a lot of just plain white loaves of like sandwich bread. And I think it's absolutely delicious. But it's an all day thing. Like I don't at the time, which I have a lot of free time coming up, thankfully, but for a while I had no time to like start the dough. Making the actual dough doesn't take long at all, but then it's like a three hour rise and then you have to break it down and then you have to let it rise again for three hours and then you have to set it aside and then you have to. So it's like a nine hour event. Yeah, takes and I really do have to block out a whole day to bake like one or two loaves of bread because that's all I can fit in the oven anyway. So when mm. I went home at Christmas, my mom had been making bread in her bread maker frequently. Mm -hmm. And like, that was the bread they were using for sandwiches, for toast, for everything. Oh. And for a while I was like a bread maker. I mean, how often are you really making bread? But then when my mom was making like this nice, fresh homemade yeah. bread and it was delicious, I was like, oh, well, and Vicki, here's another shout out to you. Lady is my uh, <laughs> go-to, um, bread question answerer. So when I started baking my bread, I was like, how should I do this? How do I do that? When can I tell? How would I know? And she answered me every time. So she did. Oh. Yeah. yeah. So that was she nice. She likes to bake. Yeah. Yeah. She does. I think. <laughs> and and your mom, Steffi, likes to cook. She doesn't yes. like to bake. Yep. And I prefer to cook also. I you really? Yeah. I would rather cook. So the thing is, I don't, I get stressed out with the recipe. 
and have it oh. to measure and make sure like, cause there's really like so much science that goes into baking of things and measuring and adding it at the right time and making sure you keep this like, it's too much. I like to just freaking wing it and come up with things on the fly. And oh, I really God, enjoy cooking. No. But the, the bad You're thing is- my hate language. <laughs> the bad thing is I can make a really delicious dinner and we'll never have it again because I don't know what I did. I don't know what yeah. I put in those Brussels sprouts. We're never going to have them that way again. So yeah, no, that's the part about like cooking. I hate, I like, I like the exact step-by-step dummy proof way of, <laughs> that baking provides me. It's like, I think this they- is as much as you need and it's the right amount and it will do exactly what you want. But then sometimes when you're cooking, it's like, mm, I put that much in, but I can't even taste it. That's I should have right. added more. See, I think it's easy to fix cooking when you're like, oh, that doesn't taste good. I should just add more of this. But like, if it doesn't come out right when I bake, I'm like, well, crap, did I, what did I not do right? (laughs) Did I use salt instead of sugar? Because we know someone that made a cherry pie like that one time. Uh It was you, Nami. And (laughs) (laughs) Russ's mom made a pumpkin pie this year and she forgot the sugar. Oh, your mother did? Wes's mom did. Oh, Wes's mom did. Oh. Yeah. And we have pie day on Thanksgiving where we make all of our pies in one day. And she, normally we have someone like assisting her and she's like, keep me on track because she's also making the dressing and all this stuff. Uh, and I wasn't, I was at school. I wasn't, it was just Hannah and her boyfriend and Debbie because no one else was around. And, uh, I don't eat pumpkin pie, uh, but then Thanksgiving, they bit into it and they're like, this is, it just tastes off. It's like the ground. <laughs> Better you than me. I don't eat pumpkin pie. And That's they realized that she forgot the sugar. That is funny. Oh my goodness. I even did that once. And your dad, Steffi, took a bite and he never said a word. I know he didn't. He just waited for somebody else to take a bite. And that's why he's your favorite kid, isn't it, Mammy? <laughs> that's too funny. Uh, shoot. So. All right. Next question. Now I think these next few questions are a little bit deeper than the previous yeah. few. Okay. So, and we've taken one. a long time on those shallow ones. I know, which is lovely. I've enjoyed every second. I've been, I've been just soaking it all in. <laughs> so something that is um, so huge into the foundation of our family and also who we are as individuals is our faith. So that quite obviously started with you and Papa and then our moms. And now, you know, here we all are, I think a lot of kids our age and the rest of our cousins maybe are not as um faithful spiritual whatever it is as as our whole family seems to be so when do you nami most feel the presence of god um when it's quiet when i'm by myself nice just sit also you know when you're outside and I don't know, you look around and you just realize that, you know, God made this, you know, you're just, uh, I saw gorgeous rainbow one night, Mm -hmm. just absolutely gorgeous, probably the most vivid rainbow I'd ever seen. Mm -hmm. And, you know, God's presence is there. Absolutely. And I also believe that we've had a few 
a couple accidents where I know I know it had to be divine intervention because yeah, yeah. Um, how we got through, you know, this truck came at us and I don't think you could have put a sheet of paper between us mm -hmm. and didn't hit. Yeah. Yeah. So sure. I just, I mean, they're just, they're different times when you just know. Right. Yep. I agree. Marlena, do you have an answer you want to share? I think a lot with what Nami's saying, like when I'm outside, Wes and I, when we're on like rides, Wes rides a motorcycle, like when I have that time to, cause I don't often give myself time to just be quiet mm -hmm. and, you know, not have background noise or music or I'm not doing something or whatever. And so when I have this time where like, all I have is just my own thoughts. Cause I can't chat with Wes or anything. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I do a lot of praying there, but I think when I take a moment to like reflect on where I am in my life and the things that I have, that's when I feel like this has like, this is all part of God's plan for mm -hmm. me. And I wouldn't be where I am and in the positions I'm in and those kinds of things without that plan put forth for me. Mm -hmm. And that's when I feel really connected when yeah. I think about that. Yeah. Nice. How about you, Stephanie? Um, so I agree with the notion of in the stillness and in the quiet and in the peaceful moments of centering yourself, really. Um, I don't think there are very few things can rival with taking a freshly brewed mug of tea out onto the deck in the morning when the only other thing awake are the birds mm -hmm. and sitting there and that like that is God. And that is God's creatures singing his praise early in the morning before anybody else even has a chance to get to see the beauty and experience the beauty. And that's one of my favorite things. And so just always in nature, like you were saying, Nami, and also you, Marlena, I, I think all you got to do is look around, really. Mm -hmm. and, um, and then also, I remember I've, I've done a couple internships slash like mentorships with a couple different pastors. Um, and I can't remember which one it was, but one of them had asked me this question and they were like, you know, are you ever, do you ever get mad with God? Or are you ever like, where are you? Why aren't you? This is so terrible. And this is so sad. And where's God? And, you know, stuff like that. And I was like, actually, it's the polar opposite for me. And it's for me when things are terrible and the worst that they've been, and I don't know what is going on or, or how we're ever going to get out of it or how, you know, anybody's going to move forward. That is when I actually most feel the presence of God. Um, and I think a lot of people unfortunately experience that the opposite way. Like things are so hard. Where are you God? Yeah. And for me, it's things are so hard. Thank God. Thank you that you're here. Thank God that you're with me. Yeah. And so I'm very fortunate that that has been my takeaway, I guess, with my, own faith journey is that I don't ever feel stranded. Um, mm -hmm. And so I feel very blessed that when I truly feel most feel the presence of God is when things are at the hardest, their hardest. So, mm -hmm. yeah. So, oh. okay. You are faced with a situation in which you need to be brave or courageous. What do you do to summon that courage? 
pray. Yeah, absolutely. That's my answer. I have nothing more to elaborate. That's I don't either. That's that's. Yeah. 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 I think that's also the advice I most get from anybody in the family. Like I'm quitting my job and I was very nervous to tell people and both mom and dad both are right away. We're praying for you. Pray for it. Pray on it. You'll, you'll mm-hmm. hear it. You'll feel it. You'll find it. So you just got to pray and you're doing the right thing. So, yeah. Yep. Um, what is one of the biggest or most important lessons that you've learned? I wrote this out. I said, to be honest, to be fair, to be thoughtful of others, of their feelings. Um, and I think a lot of that went back when I was teaching that you, you know, you think of the individual, you don't, you don't scold them in front of everybody. You know, you don't put people down. You, you mm-hmm. treat others the way you would want to be treated. And that's, yeah. that's I, love it. That. I think that you model that very well. I think that I can speak for both Marlena and I and everybody else who is lucky enough to be in our family that says that you model all those things that you just said, fairness and honesty and kindness and empathy and compassion. So that was a good answer. Thank you. You're (laughs) welcome. Um, Who did you look up to while you were growing up and why? Was my brother. And I, and I always, I always wanted, well, I wanted Vicky to be a boy. (laughs) Everybody should have an older brother. I agree with that. Everybody needed an older brother. Well, Mm -hmm. three sisters, but, (laughs) but yeah, my brother was, and he was quite a bit older than I was, but yet he meant a lot, you know, when, um, I probably told you guys this several times, but I had, and if you know any of my history, you know my white Bessie. Oh, white Bessie. Love white Bessie. my cow that was very, very white, uh-huh. and she was very clean, and um, they have what they call showmanship, and it's the way the cow looks and how you handle the cow and all that stuff, mm-hmm. and at, I was at the state fair in the showmanship contest, and it was between me and this boy. And my brother was on the outside. I think he was more nervous than I was. He was walking around the outside. I could see him in the corner of my eye. He just was pacing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was just, I knew he was there for me. Yeah. Um, never said a whole lot, but I knew he was there for me. Mm-hmm. So did um, you, didn't you buy White Bessie from Uncle Dick or was it from your dad? I thought you had bought my, White Yes, from my dad, I believe. I had another, I had a, a Bessie first, it was, um, of course, black and white, which is what they were. Um, and then I sold her to somebody that was out, Sherburn, actually, the person lived in Sherburn. And then I got my white cow and so. White Bessie. Made history with old white Bessie. I did. I won, I, and I won that showmanship. I beat the boy. Very, well, <laughs> nothing less there, Nami. White Bessie. Yeah, yeah, she was a good, good cow. So that I would say that's who I looked up to was my brother. Good answer. I agree. Everybody needs an older brother. 
Um, sorry, Elena. I'm my own older brother. <laughs> you can have mine. Okay. Um, and do you look up to anybody now that you're an adult, Nami? Not a person. No. Okay. I mean, I can appreciate, you know, I mean, as far as Papa goes, I can appreciate right. what he stands for, what he does right. and all that. Okay. But I wouldn't say that I really looked up to anybody. Okay. That's fair. That's That makes sense. So. Okay. Um, this is like a cliche question that I think everybody gets asked all the time for things. But if you could have dinner with any three people that are dead or alive, who would they be? You're going to get a real kick out of my three people. Steffi and Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> my first one is Terry Bradshaw. Okay. Yay! He's a hoot. He and is I just, funny. I just, I would just like to have dinner with him. My second one is Princess Diana. Oh, I thought she was absolutely gorgeous. And mm -hmm. I just... Well, some of the things I've read and what that poor girl went through, mm -hmm. you know, in her lifetime, mm -hmm. but she would be another one. And then the last one is Lester Holt. Okay, nice. Those are, those I, are I all just, great. I, I just that would be a great dinner. That's a yeah. perfect job. You know, I just. That's I awesome. I love those. Bias. I think he's just, you know, I just really. Very nice. I like love him. that. So love, all three of those were great. I love those. <laughs> Different. Yeah, very. I think it'd make for great dinner conversation. Yeah, wouldn't it though? Oh my goodness. Marlena, do you know who your three would be? Oh, I don't. I really don't. Me um, I I go back and forth between like, are they who would I want to have a dinner with people I could learn something huge right. from, mm -hmm. or would I want to have a dinner with people that I just think would be really interesting to be around, you know, Agreed. that, yeah. that would have a really interesting perspective. They might not have done anything huge or great or anything like that, but that would have a cool mm -hmm. story to tell. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So I don't know. That one's always a hard one for me. Yeah. Without putting a lot of thought into it, one answer that will always be an answer for anytime anybody ever asks me this question for any type of dinner would be Pat Summit because uh, yeah. obviously she is the best um, and goes so beyond just what she did as a coach. I think she's just something and someone everybody should strive to be a little bit more like, and it has nothing to do with her coaching abilities. I just think she was really incredible. So that's one answer. I don't know the other two. I'm taking reservations if anybody's interested. So. <laughs> okay, we got three left here. What is your favorite season? Oh, I thought about it and I think it's summer because of all the veg fresh vegetables that I can eat and I like, you know, canning them and mm -hmm. eating them. And so I think that's probably my favorite. Love that. That's my favorite season to eat. I love summer food. I love getting to grill again. Same thing. I love the vegetables. So I'm a fall girl. Fall is my favorite season. Like fall. I love mm -hmm. The fall. It's mine too. Soups, foliage, Halloween, <laughs> mm -hmm. sweaters, yeah. apple cider. Oh, yeah. Apple do, do you have the foliage like we do here? The colors change and all? Um, not 
not exactly. Um, it's nothing like what it is out east, but we have a we have a decent. It's St. Louis is like too far south to have a mild summer too far north to have a mild winter you know so we're kind of in this weird like it is still really hot and summery like into September and sometimes Mm -hmm. even in October so it'll it's hard because summer lasts so long it feels like out here that that cooling the cool yeah like you don't get that crisp you know fall air really until like no like November I mean we've had Thanksgivings where we've debated eating outside on the porch like yeah for for Thanksgiving so we do and we don't there's some trees in my neighborhood that get real yellow and Mm -hmm. they're pretty and Wes's parents have a beautiful maple in their backyard that changes really nice Mm. Yeah, it is so beautiful. The fall is beautiful. And I hate to say it, but some days, the right days, winter is really beautiful too. I do. I I do enjoy winter. I I hate the winter, but it sure can be absolutely breathtaking. I don't like the darkness that comes with winter. That's the only, my only real gripe, you know, but and and the chores that come with winter. (laughs) Um, Those are not, not Mm -hmm. my fave. But when it's snowy, I think that it's just so, so pretty out. That's another thing. Like we don't get a whole ton of snow. We'll get it and then it'll melt. And then we'll get like a little bit of it. We get a lot of freezing rain and ice. Mm. Yeah. But not a ton of like light fluffy snow. We did this year. Got a a lot of snow. Yeah. Mm. Michigan is really pretty for snow. Yeah. Um. What is something that you are proud of having accomplished? I think it's my wonderful family. Nice. I'm really, I, you know, when, when you look around and people you know and you hear all the things that are happening and I just, I'm so thankful mm-hmm. that I think we have a wonderful family mm-hmm. and I'm proud of that. I could have bet a million bucks that was going to be your answer. Did you, did yeah. you really? <laughs> yeah, I love it. I love it. Very nice. Very nice. We got a pretty good group here. That's for sure. I sure think so. Okay. And our last question, (laughs) probably the most important on the one (laughs) is who is your favorite grandchild? And this is not a joke. (laughs) As, as a friend of mine said, if I had one, it might be. (laughs) (laughs) If I Marlena, had one, it might be. Well, we, you can answer off the screen because we all know each, it's me. Each one, each one is special. Let's put it that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the you easy don't way have out. to say it out loud. I know it's in your heart. Blink, <laughs> blink twice if it's me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. All right. Well, I, those are all the questions I have. Marlena, do you have anything? I'm trying to think. What's a, what's a skill that you think everyone should have? That's good. Hmm. Basic, basic cooking, sewing, bookkeeping. Basic. Yeah. 
You ought to yeah. know how to write a check. You ought to know how to balance your checkbook. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, and I think you ought to learn how to sew on a button. And yeah, you know, not, I, not throw it out because it's got a little hole or something. You know. Yeah. Just about two weeks ago, Christina and I actually had to go to the store to buy a button repair kit because we didn't have anything. And like, well, I'm sure we could figure it out. So. We well, you know, you know where you should have come if you need a button. I have a friend of mine's mother was a dressmaker, uh-huh. and so I have boxes. Of oh, I've seen them. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. My mom All has a lot of buttons. Too. I don't know if she's going to part with them. I have grandma's buttons. Mm-hmm. Cigar box. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. We had all kinds when we had our craft day during quarantine last summer. Nami, mom brought out a bag, or you brought a bag of just boxes, oh, right. and boxes okay. and boxes of buttons that were all color coordinated. Like here's a huge shoe box of purple buttons. Here's a huge yeah. shoe box of brown okay, buttons. Those were mine. She brought. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there were tons but, of them. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. So and we were just talking recently, Nami, when I was at your house, you showed me a card or something or a picture. And it was written in cursive on the back and I can read cursive and I was taught how to write in cursive in fourth grade, but I know like now John can't, John can sign J-O-N in cursive, but he, if you were to write him a card, he could not read it. He could not read it. And I think there are a lot of kids that one probably can't read it. And two, I don't even think they're probably being taught to write in cursive anymore. They learned it in second know. grade at my school. Oh, really? Did they? Yeah, oh, which, is, which is really early, mm-hmm. um, not in my opinion, but I learned how to write in cursive in fifth grade. Yeah, I was in so, fifth grade, yeah. But they start learning cursive, but they don't really use it. I mean- To sign your name, yeah. We teach Danielian handwriting which has the tails and all the letters and oh, okay. that is in theory supposed to lend itself to learning how to write in cursive right. mm-hmm. they, the Danielian writing is as few pencil strokes as possible like okay. um mm-hmm. but it's hard I mean it yeah. is is a comedian well she gives talk she was miss i think north carolina several years ago and she does talks and her talk was um how her grandson was not learning cursive didn't know cursive didn't <laughs> yes he said his father is yeah the, his dad speaks cursive at home and she goes no no that's a little different she <laughs> said <laughs> so she said you've got to learn and i'll tell you why because I give these talks and I get a little money for them. And she says, and I put it up and you'll have to go when I, when I die, you have to go see the lawyer or the man, and he's going to give you a box. And in this box is going to be um, a letter to you telling you where you can find the money. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be written in cursive. I <laughs> <laughs> would be screwed. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's how. Yeah, I think it was John's graduation or something like that when we all went inside and he opened his gifts and his cards and he could read the ones that were in print. And then he would open the other ones and he was like, I don't know what this says. I don't know what the name is. And he would have to pass it to mom to read like this is from. Wow. Mr. And Mrs. I can't Don, believe so. that. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, they aren't doing that anymore. Yep. Yeah. So. 
What's this world coming to? <laughs> I know it. Teachers these days. Teachers oh, these days. Uh, too funny. Well, I learned a lot, Nami. Thank you for sharing all your answers. This has been fun. I've yeah. enjoyed it. Will you be? A, would you like to be a return guest sometime? Oh, sometime. Oh, sometime. We'll take up some other questions, and yeah, we'll have to think of something to discuss. Megan and Maeve may have a fit if they don't get on here. If you oh, get on here twice before they arrive, Maeve, Megan, Megan and Maeve. Oh, Megan and Maeve. Oh, yeah. yeah they yeah. both want to be on. And my mom wants to do a Broadway episode with us. So, oh, I'm, okay, stay okay. tuned. You'll get your turn. So we're always down to Broadway. So. so you got lots of guests. I guess so. We're gonna have to. <laughs> get a bigger we have, calendar we have a lot more listeners than we anticipated as well <laughs> yeah we do we so nami i on the computer i can go on and see like where in the world people are listening to us okay. and so beyond um, new york state and two little bubbles in illinois and two little bob bubbles in massachusetts somebody in brussels whoosh, way over here is listening to us so shout out to you Brussels buddy, we don't know who you are or who, you know, but hi, how are you? I stumbled upon this and for that, we're sorry, but also thanks. Thanks for listening. <laughs> so, so, well, thank you. You're welcome. Do you, should all three of us do a high-low cheer to end things? Yes. So, yes. so you and listened, I, oh, you I listened to every that. episode, Nami. I do. So, I do. So we need a Oh, and, and you don't have to go news. first. We'll give you Stephanie time and to... I have also forgotten about it. So we too need to think. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You can have time to think. We can we can mix it up. Um, we give a cheer to and what else? Yep. So a high of your day, or you can do the whole week if you want. Um, a low of the day, and then a cheer for somebody. So, oh, so wow. um, I'll go oh. first what you guys think. Um, so okay. my high of the week is that I am quitting my job and I have one and a half days left and I am so excited, a little bit terrified, but mostly excited. And it's been a long time coming. Um, I guess my low is tying, all three of these are gonna be related. My low is tying into that because I have made some very, 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 very special friendships and very, very special bonds with a handful of people at work that I'm going to miss so, so, so deeply. And I'm very, very, very sad to leave some of them. Um, one woman I probably will never get to hear from again or see again, because she is quite a bit older and she lives all the way in deposit and I have no way uh -huh. to stay in touch with her. Um, and so that's just going to be sad because I have spent seven years with these people and oh, truthfully wow. I spend more time with them than almost anybody else in my life over the past shy of a decade. So I'm going to really miss them. So that's a low. I don't really like goodbyes. I'm not very good at them. Um, and my cheer that I've been saving for five weeks now or five episodes is going to go to Christina because when I said that I want to quit, I can't do it anymore. She said, do it and we'll be okay. We'll be fine and we'll figure it out and we'll do whatever we have to do. Go ahead and quit. And your mental and emotional health means more than whatever our bank accounts look like. And so do it and we'll take care of the rest. So thank Good. you. Nice. Thanks for having my back and thanks for supporting my decision. And you're wonderful. Okay. All right. My high is that I am officially on to sweet summertime. Woo hey. Um, 
And so that is very exciting. And I'm very excited for my upcoming trip home. Mm-hmm. Um, my low, I guess, is that I have a lot to do around here before I leave. Uh. <laughs> and the motivation has been at an all-time low. Um, the room I'm in right now, and I have strategically placed myself in front of <laughs> the nightmare. Um, <laughs> But the nightmare is also in front of me here and to the side of me back here on the floor. Um, this is just a big pre- project um, that I now have no excuse of, well, I just don't have time at night to come home and yeah. clean it. Now I have a whole day. Yikes. Yeah. yeah. Um, and my cheer is for, I... I know I've already used this person, but this one is for real. Uh, Wes gets my cheer because uh, my birthday was a few weeks ago and I'm not like my birthday always falls on Mother's Day weekend or like after that. And, you know, and it's in the middle of like the craziness that is the end of the year. Mm -hmm. And um So I don't often do like anything really for my birthday. And this year, Wes surprised me with our friend, some of our friends from college coming to visit and he had us play. um, His uncle uh, has this whole, in his yard has set up this game called mallet golf and you play with softballs and croquet mallets. And he has created a course in his backyard And so Wes had us all go over there and play mallet golf. And then he planned a big cookout at his parents' house and like his cousins came and it was really fun. And so I saw pictures. It looked fun. I had no idea that it was happening. Uh, I was a little bit terrified Friday night (laughs) when I was woken from my slumber to three grown men running up my bedroom stairs. (laughs) That That was really startling. Uh, but it was fun and it was very kind of him to plan such a fun. Well done, Wesley. And happy birthday to you, Lena, and happy birthday to Papa. Yes. Ah. Happy birthday, Papa. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I heard about that, Nami. I don't know what you're talking about, Stephanie. Oh, I mean, I don't know anything. (laughs) (laughs) I think my high... Um, you know that I, we, uh, we had COVID in January. Mm-hmm. I think my high is the fact that I'm finally beginning to feel like I felt before that ever happened. Ooh. I got my energy. Yeah. I feel Love like that. I can work all day without sitting half of the day because I'm too tired. Awesome. 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 That's great. That I think is my high. Wonderful. That's a high for all of us. And even with that, um, now that well, we haven't gone into the gym since Papa was sick. Yeah. So I've decided I get up in the morning and go out and walk. And so that's that makes me feel good, too. Hey, I can come with you next week. Hey. I'll go for a morning walk with you. Will you? Yeah, seriously. I'll meet you in Otigo. We can go for a walk. I got okay. nothing else going on. when are you working at the farm um i don't i'm not sure yet but some mornings we don't start till 10 so if you walk oh, wow. before then i can meet you wow okay 
Whatever, um, we get it. You live close to her. <laughs> hey, Mimi, I would walk with you. Here. Yeah, 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 we can go for a walk here. together when Marlene is home. Let's do that. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. That would be fun. Yeah. Yeah, I, I try and, and um, change it a little bit so I can get my two miles in. And nice. I get home and Papa goes, now, where'd you walk? Now, how's that two miles? Now you, I said, my watch says it's two miles. It's yeah. two miles. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, anyway. So I believe it. My low is like, it's like a high and a low because yeah. I want to clean my attic, but it is a job. Yeah. Because yeah. for one thing, all the Christmas stuff just got shoved in a pot in a group, you know, mm -hmm. and it's just, and so anyway, that's, that's a high and a oh, low. It's a high oh. that I want to do it, or I'm doing it and a low that it's just so much. All those boys that you think are so great. And you know, the joke is Papa loves his girls and Nami loves her boys. Well, those dumb boys are the ones that just shoved your Christmas stuff back <laughs> up there. All of them, David, John, uncle Ben, my dad they're probably the dummies that just shoved things up there but i can't complain because we couldn't do it so you know <laughs> so i am thankful that's fair that's a high i'm thankful for all the help yes that's very fair um and my cheer well i had a couple here maybe i'll give it to um if you say megan and Maeve. i no, better not be megan no, and Maeve. no <laughs> Oh, they can't see me. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think who, it was. oh, David, it was David and Ben who carried down our air conditioners yep. and put them in for us. Yep. That was so nice. that, that's got to be a cheer for yes. them. I need them to come to my house because I am sweating at nighttime. It's so hot the last couple of nights. Oh, is it? Well, we have the fan, but still it's, yeah. Yeah. Our thermostat just ran out of batteries. And so the AC <sighs> hadn't been on today. Oh. And now that I'm on summer mode, I can hang out in the living room during the day. So I don't need to be upstairs. There you go. Plus, uh -huh. like, how long has the AC not been running up here? <laughs> Oh yeah, it know. makes a difference. It, it sure does. does. So all right. Yeah. So I guess that's that's it. Wonderful. Well, this is very fun. We should do guests more often, Marlena. Yeah. <laughs> it really keeps us on track. I know. We have the most organized we've ever been for the most part. Yeah. And good news, listeners. Uh, this is a longer one, and so longer workouts five weeks again or if we go two <laughs> weeks again you can chop this bad boy up into sections for sure and you know for everybody that's listening to this podcast while they're on their walks or their workouts i guess now you're gonna have to work out twice as long to get the whole episode in so <laughs> you're welcome it's gonna have to be a six mile run aunt vicky yeah. <laughs> you're gonna really have to run and jump that bridge there mom yeah Best of luck to you. I think we mentioned her enough. I don't want her to feel left. Yeah. Out. And Aunt Vicki, um, if you're. <laughs> all right. That's all I got. Same here. Right. Okay. Here's Sammy, we love you. Welcome. Thank you. Love you guys. Can't just wait to see you, Lena. All right. Peace and love. Say it, Marlena. Oh, Bye. peace and blessings. <laughs> <laughs>